What is going on, people? How are you good? Just jumped on for episode eight of the podcast. So I'm excited for this one. And I first off just wanted to start off by saying I appreciate everybody's support and all of their ideas or messages about the podcast. It's been really helpful about the topics that I can do moving forward and also potentially some ideas of some guests coming on and things like that because I think that'd be really good to get some other people involved and then we can have a little bit more of a chat but I am wanting to keep these a little bit more short and sweet and I think that's a benefit that lots of people have picked up on so I'm definitely going to keep that aspect of it. Now today's podcast is going to be on a topic that I've been talking over this week and the reason why I've had this topic on my mind today in particular is because I checked in one of the team and Ace, if you're watching this, you will know this is you and I'm pretty sure you won't mind me mentioning about this, but we were talking over self-doubt ever so slightly and I think this is something that a lot of people struggle with because I was sat down reflecting upon this, I sat in the coffee shop before and I was reflecting back on my journey so far and this is one thing that I love about these podcasts is I'll sit down, I'll reflect back and I'll think about my process and my journey and I'll pick apart the lessons that I've potentially learned over my past because there's lessons embedded in everything that we do do and there's a few lessons along the way in regards to self-doubt that I have definitely learned and a few times where self-doubt for me has genuinely been overriding it's overwhelmed me at some points in time especially when I was first building my coaching build business at the beginning of COVID and Ace mentioned to me this morning that she is obviously trying to achieve a physique that she's never had before. She's dieting down, she's getting into the gym, she's eating healthier, she's moving her body, she's doing all these things. But she mentioned in her mindset section of her checking sheet this week that she feels like she doesn't deserve the body that she's striving for and she has this self-doubt that she can't even achieve it and she can't get there because she's never had it before. And I think this is actually probably more common than what we think because if we relate this back to lots of other industries or other goals we are our own biggest barrier and biggest critic we are going to be the person and the thing that's going to hold us back most because we have these barriers and challenges in our mind and we need to break down these barriers and these challenges in our own mind to even allow us to start a certain journey because if we don't allow ourselves to start we are never going to move towards the goal that we have set. And I think the fact that Ace has already started her journey and she has the ball rolling and we have momentum. And then through doing that, you build up momentum and you start to see that the wind is at your back and you start to see the progress that you are making. And that therefore gives you a bit of a green light that yes, we're moving in the right direction. And it starts to break down that self-doubt and it starts to improve that self-confidence. And Obviously, obviously, there's that saying that went around Instagram not too long ago uh, of Chris Will, and I've mentioned it on a previous podcast. It's like, if you're wanting to build self-confidence, you need an undeniable stack of evidence to say or to define who you say you are. And I think that's so true. I think going on a process and getting started is going to be one of the best ways for you to build that self-confidence, but also to quieten that voice of self-doubt. And I think If you've never really achieved anything significant before or you've not gone a a long process or you've not gone through something which is very, very difficult before, this voice of self-doubt can be so overwhelming. It can be so loud and it can stop you in your tracks before you even get started. And I first off just wanted to say that this is absolutely natural. 
I think it's natural for absolutely everybody in every single situation, regardless where you are throughout your journey. And it's funny because I put a story on my Instagram the other day and I was talking over self-doubt and I've made a reel about this. And along my journey, as much as I'm very confident that me being a coach, I'm taking other people through dieting phases. When I take myself through a dieting phase, I think, well, what if I actually can't, what if I can't do this as well as I can do it in the past? Or what if I can't do this as well as I thought I could do because I've not done it in ages? Or what if I can't produce the level of result or keep up with the rate of loss or the plan of action that I set out at the start? I'm going to be a failure. Other people are going to look at me and think, oh God, what type of coach is he? These are all the things that I have thought at the beginning of a dieting phase. Now, from the outside looking in, sometimes, you know, when somebody's very, very confident, you just think that there is no self-doubt, but there always is a level of self-doubt. And I think there's always going to be a level of self-doubt with people all the way up until the top in any industry. It's just how they manage that voice within their head. It's how they manage that little monkey mind and um, that Professor Steve Peters talks about. It's how you manage that. And the more you manage it, the better you get. It's like repetition of any task or habit that you have. The more you do it, the more you go through a difficult situation and you quieten that voice and you still move forward regardless and you move past it regardless, the easier it is to do that in the future. And that voice of self-doubt or that monkey mind and that little chimp that you have on your right shoulder, it quiets them down. Or it's just as loud, but you can say, nope, I'm not listening to you this time. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to keep moving forward. And that is how you move past the self-doubt. It's by building that self-confidence. But, you know, it, it, we've never really done anything before of significance. We are going to be nervous because we're in an uncomfortable position. It's kind of like, you know, riding a bike for the first time. Jumping on the bike for the first time, oh God, it's scary. And it's difficult. And we can't expect ourselves to be absolutely amazing. So we have self-doubt and we think, what if I get on this bike and I fall off? What if I get on and I fall off and I fail? Because if we think about the, the fear, that self-doubt and where it actually comes from, if we break it down, it comes from the fear of failure. And we have, again, this little chimp on our shoulder saying, we don't want to do that because what if we fail? Or what if we look bad? Or what if other people are going to see us fail? And I think this, again, comes from that, you know, that evolutionary biology kind of aspect where you know we want to be part of a tribe and we don't want other people to see our vulnerability. We don't want other people to see our failures because that's weak. But I think if we were to change our perception on this and failure as a whole, because I think failure is, is largely linked to this self-doubt, like I mentioned, is like failure is absolutely necessary for progression. Failure is necessary. In the past, because of my ego, I have not let myself fail and I've not let myself have my guard down or be vulnerable around progression in the gym or in certain environments. And it's actually withheld me from progressing forward at a quicker rate because I've not been able to make mistakes. And mistakes are where you learn. Mistakes are where you learn. And if you don't make mistakes on your journey, how are you going to learn? What is right? What is wrong? What is good? What is bad? What is positive? What is negative? How are you going to learn that? You're not. It's going to be very difficult to do that. So you kind of have to embrace the, the fear of failure going into a certain task to fail. And I think the quicker that you fail, the quicker that you learn. And the better perspective you have of failure, the easier it is 
for you to make good progress. Because if you go into a process that you know is going to be difficult, it's going to be challenging, there's going to be barriers and there's going to be challenges along the way. But if you go in saying, right, my expectation of this process, and this is exactly how I start the coaching process with everybody who joins the team, I set expectations straight away. And I say, look, you know, if you're coming on board with me, the level of result that we want to produce is going to be really high. We want to make sure we can produce the best result possible. And that is going to take dedication, commitment. Obviously, we need to a lot of time to that. Of course, it's going to take those things. And I think everybody knows that. But I think setting these expectations where we say, right, this journey, it's, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. It's going to require that time and that dedication. There's going to be failure and we're going to make mistakes. We can't be a perfectionist. We can't expect things to go well first time. But there's one thing that I do expect of everybody on board. And there's one thing that I try to instill in everybody on board. It's to have a positive perspective of failure. And this isn't just going to be something that will seep through and improve your results. It's going to be something that's going to improve your whole life in general. Because regardless of what happens to us and one of the team, Jade, she messaged me the other day and she said she's had a huge shift in her mindset. All of her colleagues have started mentioning about how positive that she's been. She now looks at a situation and she's transitioned over the space of like your 14, 16 weeks. She used, she would have used to be, say, salty was the word that she used. And if you listen to this, Jade, um, I think this is fantastic. Salty was the word she used beforehand, but now she would more so look at the positive or what she has learnt from that situation instead. And this is what happens when you embrace the fear of failure and you dampen that voice of self-doubt, the little chimp on your shoulder talking to you. And I think it's even good to have that little visual in your mind, a little chimp on your shoulder talking to you and you're just like, no, I'm not listening to you today. If you dampen that, if you quieten that and say, you know what, I am in control of what I want to do. It's all in control of me. I can control it. And once you kind of accept that personal responsibility and once you say to yourself, right, okay, if I am in control and all I have to do is put the fear of failure to one side, if I go in search of what I want, but I'm going to make mistakes, I'm going to fail along the way, things are going to go wrong, things are going to go right, fantastic, it's going to be up and down. Set those expectations at the start and don't say that everything's going to be plain sailing. That is setting yourself up to fail. Because if we have that expectation, we aren't going to make the progress we want to make because we think that the pro process is going so wrong, we do not continue. And there's a disparity between what we expect and what is actually going to happen. And that's actually where our unfulfillment and happiness comes from. And I wanted to touch on a few times throughout my kind of coaching career so far and also my lifting career so far where self-doubt has been crippling to me, genuinely crippling to me. And at the very start, when I was first beginning coaching, on reflection now, looking back, my knowledge of nutrition, my knowledge of training was fantastic, it was absolutely fantastic. And my ability to write a training program, my ability to write nutrition programs, my flexible dieting knowledge, I'd been to university, I'd done a master's, I'd been in this world for a very, very long time. But when I came to coaching and offering the service to somebody else, I said to myself, I don't think I'm worthy of it. How can somebody pay me for for me to sort that nutrition? Why the hell would somebody pay me? Why would somebody pay me? I remember saying that to myself and I put it off and off and off and off and off for months. And even when I did start with, with the amount that I charged, it was so low. It was just a, a direct representation and correlation between the confidence I had within myself because of this self-doubt that I had on my shoulder. 
because I was at the very, very beginning of my journey. And I want you to listen to that and say, right, if Joe's been through that when he first started his business and he first started his career, his coaching career, and I'm going through that right now, and he has got to a position now where he's coaching more clients, the results are fantastic and so on and so forth, I can do that too. I can do that too. If you're in a similar position, if it's the start of a, a body transformation, a fat loss journey, whether you're starting um, a, a journey to study to be you know, a teacher or whatever it may be, if you're at the start of your journey, you have this self-doubt and it's overriding, just invest into that. If one person can do it, somebody else can do it too. And I even remember like having calls and the first time I was calling uh, the potential clients that were coming on board and sending voice notes to everybody on the team and checking everybody in. It's like, I was so kind of anxious and overwhelmed at that point that I thought that they weren't going to like the service. And that's because I had that much self-doubt within my mind. But just because you've not done something before doesn't mean that you can't have it in the future. 110%. And that relates back to what I mentioned before about Ace saying that she doesn't kind of deserve it or doesn't feel like you know, she can get it because she's not had it before. Just because you've not had something doesn't mean you can't get it moving forward because you are in control of your own destiny. You're in control of it. Your perceptions, your feelings, your emotions, your physicality, everything. If you align everything with what you want, with time and consistency and patience, you will get there. If you learn how you will get there. And if we break it down, I've actually wrote an Instagram post tonight. It's about the investment into yourself. I used to be a person who used to look at other people and ask, why, why, why do they have that? Why is it that they have that? Whether it be the house, the car, the traveling on holiday, they've got the business, they've got the life, the sipping cocktails on the beach. And obviously that isn't what everybody wants all the time. But I used to ask myself, well, why is it that they've got that? Or, you know, YouTubers and they have a podcast and a following and a body. And I sit and go, why the hell can't I have that? What's the difference between me and this person? And the difference is about understanding that it's all on you. It's all on you. That's it. So if you reinvest back into yourself enough, if you work on yourself enough to develop your mindset, to develop whatever it is, and through time and patience and consistency, and you keep on working and you do not stop. And I actually love this quote that I saw uh, a long time ago. I'm not too sure who it was. And they were talking about quitting as a whole and uh, self-doubt. And I remember him saying, what if I just don't quit? What if I never, ever, ever, ever quit? Where am I going to get to? Because eventually on that timeline that you go on, if you never quit, and you continue to develop, and you continue to move forward, yes, you'll make mistakes, yes, you'll fail, yes, you're going to have self-doubt screaming down your throat, but if you put all those things to one side, and you just take everything as a learning curve, if you fail, good, we know what to do, not, not what to do next time. If you make a mistake, fantastic, let's avoid that. If you do something good, great, let's do more of that. If you do something and you have self-doubt and you ch and you quieten that voice and you channel your energy and you move past it regardless, fantastic. You build your self-confidence. And through time, if you never, ever, ever, ever quit, you will prove to yourself that you can produce and you can achieve things that you've never had before, without a doubt. And I remember with that situation that I was in, you know, looking at other people, the situation I was in, it was, it was causing me some form of discomfort and pain. And if we relate back to the, the first time where I started the gym, I was skinny, 130 pounds. I, I wanted to, to build self-confidence. You know, I hated the way I looked in the mirror. These are all things. And 
the, the reason why I made a change, and I think if you think about this, again, if we think about that dichotomy that I spoke over in a previous podcast about a push and a pull, you know, there's a trade-off and there's a, a price tag that we have to pay for everything that we have. If we think about the situation that we're in, if your situation is causing you more pain than what you would go through if you were to start a journey and feel self-doubt, that is a fantastic trade-off to pay. Once you understand that the pain of staying in your current position is more than the pain of embracing self-doubt and failure, that's when you move. That is when you take the step. That is when you begin to move forward. And I remember just thinking that I'd hate to live an average life, nine to five, go to work. Somebody else owned my time. I wasn't free of my time. I didn't work for myself. I didn't offer value. I couldn't give that purpose. I couldn't give other things to other people. And that's what's important to me. I was like, nobody's taking that away from me. I'm going to try everything I can to make sure I can achieve that because the pain of moving away from that situation was far greater than embracing the change of discomfort of the self-doubt and the failure that I can have in the time. And that is definitely something that you can ask yourself too. You can sit down and you say, right, okay, if I was to stay in this position right now for the rest of my life or for the next five years, would I be happy? Is the pain of staying in this position currently right now more so than the pain of getting up, moving, potentially failing, having self-doubt but pushing through anyway, which one is more painful to you? Sit down and ask yourself that. Because if you do that, you will understand and you'll start to generate some momentum. You start to think, right, okay, maybe that self-doubt in my mind, maybe it's just you know a little voice after all. Maybe it's something that I can just turn down the volume with. Just literally turn down that volume and keep on moving forward anyway. And having a more positive perspective of overall failure as a whole. And the thing is, you know, risk. And we think about the risk and the reward. You know, risk is it's like a wager. And if we want to develop, we have to put our neck on the line. We have to do that. Because again, the price tag. If we want to move forward, if we want to attain something that we've never had before, there's going to be some form of price tag. There's going to be something that we have to give up and sacrifice currently. And sometimes that has to be our ego. Sometimes that has to be us letting down that guard, that vulnerability, allowing ourselves to fail, allowing ourselves to, to have that self-doubt but push through anyway. That's the price that we have to pay. That's it. And I just want you to know that it's absolutely normal. We should expect it. It's natural. It's going to happen all the time, regardless of what stage you are at in your journey. But what you need to do is crack on anyways. Literally crack on anyways. Move forward. So I hope this episode's been of help for you today. I think it's been a really good one. And I appreciate you, Ace, for giving me the a bit of inspo this morning because I thought of it. I was like, I'm recording a podcast and I thought, you know what? I'm going to do it on that because I think it'll be really useful for a lot of the people out there which potentially struggle with, with self-doubt and are wanting to start a journey or they're thinking about starting a journey or they're struggling to move forward because they've got this barrier and this, you know, this challenge in their head. Just put it to one side, turn down the volume. Remember, the little monkey sat on your shoulder. You can tell it to be quiet. You can do that. So I appreciate any shares with this podcast or any feedback that you can give a like to any time um it's fantastic to hear off you guys and get some feedback but i appreciate your time and i hope this has been a good one for you speak soon